Sometimes I feel like, like I really don't belong here. Like I'm supposed to be. In Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen the Inv- Invincible. Ooh. And I'm Stephanie. <laughs> She's just, you're always just plain Stephanie. I know, I don't have anything. Well, Stephanie I think awesome. this morning you are Jedi Stephanie. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, today, we're helping you get ready for D23 Expo 2019, happening soon at the Anaheim Convention Center. And after that, Zen is sharing a very artistic Disney-related YouTube channel. After that, we're sharing the latest Disney news, so stay tuned. We'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. D23 Expo is Disney's official convention. It takes place every other year in the summertime at the Anaheim Convention Center. The Expo is celebrating 10 years this year, so there's sure to be a lot of great panels, exhibits, and of course, merch. So just to start us out, let's briefly share what our experiences with D23 Expo have been. Who wants to go first? Well, okay, first of all, uh, maybe we announce how many times have you gone to the Expo? I've gone three times. I went in uh, 2009 for the first one. Then I went in 2011 and 2013, and that was it. <laughs> I've uh, so I think we just determined this is the sixth one upcoming. So D23 itself as an entity has been around ten years now. So the D23 convention started in 2009, and then has been every other year since. Mm-hmm. So. By our calculations, we believe that this is the sixth one that we're going into okay. with 2019. Yeah. Um, so now with that, it's like I've gone to two of them in the past. I cannot tell you what years I actually attended. I feel like I went to inaugural year, two, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost certain I went to inaugural year, and then I waited at like two or three. So mm-hmm. I can't remember. I, between... 15 Comic-Cons and something like <laughs> yeah. 32, it's like 15. expos and cons. To yeah, keep track wonder of cons and cities. So like, yeah. I, I, it's all a blur. It's all a blur, <laughs> yeah. So Fun blur. Okay, so, so what was the original question? So which years we've oh, been. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. Just kind of talking about what our experiences oh, have the experiences. been so far. So I started in 2013 was my first experience. Is that the first one? That was the first one I went to. There was 2011 and 2009 was the inaugural. Yeah. 2009 was actually really good. I think hmm. I went into it not really knowing what to expect, mm-hmm. but that I wanted to cosplay. So mm-hmm. I actually created a Briar Rose costume. And then I found out later that Mary Costa, the voice actress mm. who provided the voice for uh, the original Sleeping Beauty, Princess Aurora, was there, and I actually got to meet her. Oh, very cool. And that was the only time I can think of in my life where I, like, I almost cried. It was Mm -hmm. so magical because meeting her, especially, like, dressed up as her character, I mean, she is Princess Aurora. Like, when you meet her, it's like, she, she is the character. It's so weird. It's almost like, you know, if you... 
met Santa Claus and then you were like, oh my God, Santa Claus is real. This is incredible. Like I like I came out of that experience and I like I almost started crying. I was like, oh my God, that was the most amazing thing that's ever happened. You had a moment with Briar Rose herself. I did. I had a moment. So that is so exciting. Did she think your costume was pretty awesome? She loved it. She was like, you know, she was like, oh my gosh, you're me. And oh my God, it was so amazing. Like nothing, nothing will ever top that. You Those know? are the really fun, awesome experiences that you get at D23 that are just random happening yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I know the last D23, I was just standing around at a booth and all of a sudden the parade with the Disney Legends started wow. and I was super close to Mark Hamill and Stan Lee. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was like, oh my gosh. My heroes. You know, my heroes, <laughs> they're right here. You know, these, these men are gods. Yeah, in the in the uh, Disney World, but yeah, very cool. It's a nice mix of like you know, like really cool opportunities like that, mm-hmm. or getting to see the the actual costumes or or props or things mm-hmm. like that. You know, the archives exhibit is always one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I, I like the um, the models that mm-hmm. they bring out, and mm-hmm. lots of times you can see the models as they're. Or like how they're coming up with ideas, or yeah, something the that previews. Are, yeah, and it's just like wow, these are cool. And it's just like I guess what any time that you go to any convention, fandom kind of convention, and D twenty three obviously is one of those things. It's is trying to get that a inside track mm-hmm. and b you know kind of knowing a little bit ahead of. Um, than your friends, you know, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it definitely delivers in that matter. Well, yeah. and then matter. in 2015, I think my best, ex- one of my best experiences at D23 was being in the room in 2015 when Bob Iger was on the stage announcing Galaxy's Edge ah. that they were not going to do one, they were going to do two. And the audience just went nuts. Wow. And that was just really exciting. And then now waiting four more years, and then it's actually here. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing what gets discussed at D23 then actually comes to fruition later on. So it gives us Disney fans a lot of things to talk about in between the expos. And I think it's good that they do it every other year rather than every year. Yeah, yeah. And I know Disney's kind of pulled out a little bit from Comic-Con over the years because now they have their own expo. Well, they're still there. a lot of I mean, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, they have a little bit of Marvel, but they yeah. don't do announcements. No, they don't, yeah. do, they don't do the big – they'll do a few little panels here and there at right. Comic-Con, obviously, but not as big as they do at D23. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's always exciting news, and it's always just fun to be in the room. And and speaking of that, they've actually announced some of the dates for the oh, major for, panels. Mm-hmm. Also, um, if you're not aware, um, uh, da, 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 um, D23 is in August. Um, yeah, August. Is it 20? August 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Yes. Mm-hmm. And at the time of this recording... Saturday is actually sold out right now. Yes. Saturday so, and and four day and I'm sorry, three day tickets are yeah. sold out completely. So if mm-hmm. you want to go, when you hear this, um, don't even look to who see who's going to go. Just go Just buy go. your tickets. Go yeah. get it quick. <laughs> and I would recommend a Friday ticket over a Sunday ticket mm-hmm. because the hours are longer on Friday, and they also tend to have some of the uh, bigger presentations and stuff on Friday. Although um, 
actually one of the bigger panels they moved it this year will actually be on Sunday this oh, year. Nice. So that's another that could be, you know, could be your choice. Sunday at 10:30 a.m. is the big it's called Disney Parks Experiences and Products and it's the Ooh. Bob Chapek presentation. This was previously called Parks and Resorts. Oh. That's the panel that it was called. So they changed the name of it a little bit. Parks, parks and Recreation. I know. It's <laughs> parks and Rec. Yeah, <laughs> parks and Rec. But in this panel, he's going to talk about the plans for Epcot and Walt Disney World mm. in Florida. Because, again, the 50th is coming up for Walt Disney, for Magic Kingdom, I should say. And I know there's some big deal about 50 things for 50 years. And oh. that involves... Obviously, park-wide, you know, multiple parks, but that's the idea behind that. But Friday is going to be the Disney Legends Ceremony. Yes, exciting. 10.30 a.m. And, of course, if you want to go to that, I would recommend camping out early yeah. in the morning if you want to get a seat for that, which I will be doing on the wonderful, cold, hard, concrete floor of the <laughs> Anaheim Convention Center. It's it's funny because I have friends who come with me every year and we're always joking around about, oh, we're not going to do this next year. Oh, we're mm. getting too old for this. Oh, and, and we're, always, we're always complaining and then we get in and we're like, yeah! <laughs> you don't you don't bring like a, a fold up seat or something. I actually have a blow up little air um, cushion thing to sit okay. on this time, yeah. and a blanket, and yeah, you know, I have to have everything that will fit in my backpack. So, so I, I actually yeah. have um, a couple of things. It's like I I do own a three legged stool mm-hmm. that collapses down. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. also have these these pads that are little foam butt pads that fold yeah. up, okay. and you can get them from IKEA. Huh? That and makes so sense, they yeah. li- little tiny, and it folds down to like. I don't know, roughly the size of a little bit large, like a tall paperback book. Huh. When it opens up, they're like little foam pads, and you can use them for stadium seating. And it keeps your butt yeah. warm if yeah. you're outside. See, the magic of Ikea. But, I yeah, but. it's cold down there in yeah. the, on that car. I mean, it might be August down, and hot outside, but it's freezing in that basement. I mean, they, they yeah. use that basement for parking cars for the car show for crying yeah. out loud. And yeah. We're sitting down there. They do have entertainment. They do have the TVs. They'll, they'll have movies going. Um, last time there were some yummy breakfast burritos that they were selling. So we you know got out of line to get those and took turns. And that's the thing, too, with D23. Anybody going to D23, please go as a group. Yeah. Don't try to do this on your own. It's it's really it's a challenge. You you need somebody to hold your place when you go to the bathroom. Yeah. It's much you, more fun. It, too. It's yeah. more. It's always more fun in a group. But make even the really shopping, quickly. yeah, <laughs> even the shopping. I I lucked out last time because I had a friend with me and we kind of broke up and decided, hey, um, let me wait in this line. You go look at these exhibits while I'm waiting in line. And then we took turns and mm-hmm. we got food and went to the bathroom and took kind of like a half hour, 45 minute break. Yeah. And to then make we a game plan. Yeah. And then we, we just we did that. And that way we both got into the store at the same time. But then we didn't lose time looking at other things right. or taking pictures yeah. and all that, too. So. And the yeah. great thing, I mean, it's just like as a group, you can do multiple things mm-hmm. and you can do things more effectively. Mm-hmm. And and just, you know, just, you know, who wants to sit in line the whole day? And Nobody yeah, does. And, yeah. you know, be nice to your neighbors in line, too. <clears throat> Somebody's got to go to the bathroom, hold their, offer to hold their spot, offer yeah. to yeah. take pictures of them, offer, yeah. you know, just be nice. Be, yeah. be human. You're all down there waiting for the same thing. Just be happy that you're among your fellow yeah, Disney Yeah, that you got a ticket and, to get in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... 
actually, so speaking of this line, mm-hmm. Stephanie, you and I were talking about who we're going to get to see yes. if you wait in that line. Who yes. are, who were the, the legends are? So there's Robert Downey Jr., James Earl Jones. Which I'm kind of surprised it's taking I this know. long for James Earl Jones. Right. Like, he's been Mufasa. Wait, he's yeah, been Darth Vader. Like, come on. There's so many, though, There are. There's always know. a lot to choose from. But he's from. so cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, just, mean, he, he just is the epitome of cool. Yeah. 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 And Bette Midler's on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do Diane you Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Hans Zimmer. Yes, that was a surprise, yeah, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then Wing Chow. And I don't know if you guys know who, who Wing Chow is. He's actually, he helped design and develop all of the um, Asia parks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's been an Imagineer. And he's executive vice president of Imagineering. 37 and, and, years, you know, too. That's 37 years. So that's impressive. that's really impressive. And again, a lot of most people just don't know who he is. I, I happen to know because, well, well, I'm a Disney geek, but yeah. <laughs> the other thing I got to say is like, this is something that you learn about is like when you go to something like this, you see Wing Chow actually come up. Mm-hmm. One of the things that people don't realize is that all the parks around the world have been, they try to regionalize those parks. Um, so it, relates to the community with the exception of i think of hong kong Mm. i mean hong Mm -hmm. kong it was more like a disneyland and they translated it Mm -hmm. but when they went to um europe and they put it in paris Mm -hmm. they they have a parisian um uk flair Mm -hmm. shanghai is definitely 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 so like so when you go around the world and you go to the various parks it reflects the culture of the region Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so important to have other people who are not just purely americans make forcing um mickey mouse down on the other people yeah around the world so Mm -hmm. and then one of the other notables is john favreau which i'm super excited about Mm because i absolutely love him barnett ricci robin uh, Robin Roberts, mm-hmm. uh, Diane Sawyer. Yeah, you know the thing is when when Disney started kind of combining the folks from ABC and now Lucasfilm and mm-hmm. now Marvel and now Pixar, the legends I think just got so much bigger because they used to just give the awards mostly to Disney. Imagineers. Yeah. yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of those people have already been awarded because this. Don't forget the uh, legends. It's been going on before D23 even started. Yeah. So people were named a legend a long time ago. So they were – they kind of have expanded it, which is nice because there's a big pool of people mm-hmm. um, to get that. So but I think it's cool. I mean, it, but also it's just cool to see so many – and I guess what it is is if you have not been to one of these expos, um, uh, like Con Expo or whatever, the first time you go into one of these things – it's just the experience of being star tra- struck. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just like, I mean, it's just like, holy smokes. Yeah. I'm in the same room as Diane Sawyer. And it's just like, wow, I can't, you know, it's like, because you've always seen them through a phosphorus, seen her through a phosphorus yeah. mm-hmm. tube, mm-hmm. you know, or a recording. And to actually physically be somewhere near these yeah. people is just like, it's a very different experience. Yeah, And it then is. also the, the personas that you quite often that you see on television or in a movie, when they actually talk, it's like, wow. Yeah. You're, you, like Robert Downey Jr. Guess what? Uh, he's Robert Downey Same Jr. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. He, yeah. Wow, he is, he is Iron Man. He is yeah. Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But then there's other people is just like, they're very, their personalities are very, very different and they can be introspective in a different way and mm-hmm. surprising. And, yeah. and I think that's why it's so much fun to actually see these people. Yeah. And it's amazing, um, not this year, but 
to in, so I guess it would have been 2015 when George Lucas got his award. We were up towards the front and we were on the, the left-hand side, which is actually where they came in. Mm-hmm. And like he was within probably maybe 10 to 15 feet of me. And I was like, <gasps> it's George it's Lucas. You. And usually I'm not a person to really get starstruck, but mm-hmm. this was just the coolest thing. And George Lucas is a very humble man. He's yeah. very quiet. He's very, he's not, you know, this big boisterous personality kind of thing. He's a genius, but he just kind of walks by and was like, do to do like there's George Lucas, like all calm and cool. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, and we're like, there's George Lucas, you know, like, so remain calm, remain calm. Yeah. yeah. And even the, He's Autograph geek, sessions geek and Prime walked by you, and he was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I I have to say I I think one of the things I'm going to miss about this year's D23 is that Carrie Fisher has always been there yeah. at D23, and at she's always at Star Wars help. She's always at all the all these cons and everything, mm-hmm. and it's going to be kind of sad to just you know not have her there again yeah. this this time around too because. I missed that last time. It was like, oh, she's not here, you mm-hmm. know, to be signing things. And because back in the day, she would just be there and everybody loves her. And right. she, you yeah. know, she loved to do that kind of stuff. So that's the other thing I, I love, though, is, you know, if you walk around in the um, not not the exhibit or no, it's it's like the, the big show floor kind mm-hmm. of areas, mm-hmm. you'll see voice actors and mm-hmm. actresses and and they are so friendly. And so like you don't have to. Like, you know, there's some shows where you have to pay like 20 bucks or something just mm-hmm. to be able to say hi to someone. Mm-hmm. But you can walk up to these people and say, hi, I love your work. There's Margaret Carey, the yeah. original Tinkerbell. Yeah, Margaret's or, always there. Yeah. Or even like I know um, uh, Paige O'Hara has been there before. Yeah. I mean, like there, there's so many people that, you know, you can meet there and get to interact with and say, thank you so much for bringing mm-hmm. this character to life or... And yeah, even fantastic. the even in the on the floor, mm-hmm. the different Disney artists and different Disney things yes. you can buy. I mean, it just opens up a multitude of things. I mean, the pin sales alone—you can go crazy just looking at pins. Yeah. Or I got obsessed last time looking at maps. Somebody had maps for sale, and I'm wow. like, "Oh, I don't have that one. Ooh, I need that one. Ooh, you know." And mm-hmm. just you go like we were talking about the merch, but. Obviously, there's the the Dream Store, which everybody wants to get into. Yes. Mickey's of Glendale, always super popular to mm-hmm. get into that. There's always fights about the merch, too, about who gets in and who gets the, the shopping pass and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, some of that merch is really cool. I don't know. Have you guys taken a look at this year's merch? I'm kind of underwhelmed, honestly. A lot of it's Dapper Dan type stuff, which Dapper I Dan thought was... Stuff interesting or like you know one thing i think that really kind of stood out to me i thought maybe uh zen you'd like this they have pins of some of the popcorn buckets yeah i i saw that and i thought of him him too it's it's like kind of weirdly meta yeah because like yeah it's it's a collectible pin of a collectible popcorn bucket yeah and it's like huh i mean it's kind of it's kind of odd yeah, or so make a pop. You get me a postcard of a pin of a popcorn bucket. I know, you right? Know? That's gonna like, be next. Yeah. Or, or they have. So you guys know, I absolutely love the Loungefly mini backpacks, mm-hmm. and they have one for D twenty three Expo, but it's not that cute to me. It's just a bunch of. I mean, it's it's like they took the banners from the expo. I like the tiki just, mugs. Yeah, have you yeah. seen the Pixar tiki mugs? Oh there? no, the, I haven't. The tiki yeah. mugs look great. Yeah, 
the tiki mugs, I, I think they look great. I, yeah, I wanna, you can't go wrong with a good tiki mug. Yeah. You oh, can never go them. wrong with a good tiki mug. <gasps> that is awesome. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, it's a Pixar tiki mug. And it'll be good quality, too. So Yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll be fun. It'll so be nice. So the question is, do you, do you use it or do you keep it in the box? Well, I, <laughs> all of my tiki mugs are actually still in their box, and that's because we haven't finished our tiki bar yet. And oh once once the tiki bar gets finished, yeah, it's we're transforming our living room into a Disney room. Nice. Which, well, for for the listeners out there, we're currently working on a puzzle. It's a it's the largest puzzle on the planet, I believe. It's 40,000 pieces. Man. Oh, my God. It's 10 different Disney scenes, each a 4,000-piece puzzle. Oh, my gosh. We're about halfway through. And you're going to find out there's one one missing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, there was. Interestingly enough, the Dumbo puzzle, we thought a piece was missing, and we contacted the puzzle company, and they had to send us out a brand, whole brand-new puzzle. Oh, no. no. Yeah, to find that one piece because they don't know if it was – how it was cut. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I spent about two hours digging. Now, mind you, this is after we scoured the house looking for this stupid piece. Right. I, even, I even busted open a vacuum cleaner to wow. look in a vacuum a bag, bag yeah. to see if it got vacuumed up. Mm-hmm. That's how like obsessed I was with finding this puzzle piece. And this is a few months back. Anyway, we got the new puzzle. I sorted through it. Unfortunately, the the piece that we were looking for was pr- a pretty obvious piece, and I found it within about two hours, which isn't that long, all things nice. considered. So we found it. And then just two weeks ago, I was sitting in our in a chair <gasps> in our family room, and it's an older chair, and it's kind of got a thick cushion on it. And I don't know why, but like I reached my hand down into the seat, and I felt something, and I was like, is that a cracker? Like, what is this doing? And, you know, because mm-hmm. stuff gets in seat cushions all the time on the couch and things like that. And I pulled out the missing piece, and oh, I'm like, no. oh, my gosh. Oh. So now we actually have a, a fully um, – a full Dumbo puzzle. So, you know, if anybody wants, it's like, hey, here's a four thousand. It's not going to match anything, but my, you could frame kid, it. My and kid will. It, I mean, it's it's crazy, but yeah. Anyway, long story short, this thing is is huge because of the size of it, and we don't have a wall big enough in the house to put it on because of doors. Oh, and you're going to glue it down. We're going to glue it down, and it's going to be mounted to the ceiling up Ooh. above. And the other thing is, we have a. Star Wars pinball machine in our living room as well, too. That was Yeah, that was a a purchase that was made. So that's going to go above the pinball machine, and then the bar is on the left-hand side of it, and then the bar is going to be like a Star Wars tiki bar. So the whole room is eventually going to be all Disney. I'm buying that Millennium Falcon coffee table that I know I'm probably going to buy it (laughs) at Star Wars Celebration next year, and we'll get into that in a minute. But um, so that's that's why my tiki. That's a long story short. That is why my tiki mugs are not displayed yet. And I also saw a really cool um, Death Star tiki shelf thing yesterday. So I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. <laughs> so, I, like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. Yeah. And now, right. now I've just been collecting the tiki mugs, and and I just saw a BB-8 tiki mug from Geeky Tiki's. It's going to be an exclusive at Comic Con, and. Like, oh, no, I better save my money because I'm going to have to eBay that one this year. Well, speaking Sadly. of BB-8, one of the things that they're going to um, have available at the expo is this really cool black jacket that has BB-8's head on it. I saw that. This is what I would want, honestly. <laughs> I've seen, yeah, I yeah. saw I that. love BB-8. <clears throat> I think he is the cutest thing in the world. If if my cat wouldn't be terrified of the BB-8s that you can build at Droid Depot, I would have gotten one in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is not 
a, a D23 exclusive. No. So I got to tell you something that I saw that recently that's amazing is that they have a USB charger the same shape as a BB. Oh, I've seen or, it. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah, R2 unit, mm-hmm. but you put it in your yeah. cup holder so it looks like he's co I was co-piloting. so tempted to get <laughs> that. Like, <laughs> you have no idea. Because yeah. and, and they move. They yeah, move. They, yeah. They, like the heads move around and they, it's yeah. like, oh my God, that is so brilliant. But I feel like someone would break into your car to get that. They might. You know? I would hide it. Yeah. Well, in my just, neighborhood, I just, would hide Just it. take it like a. Like just take cloth. it with you, kind of, th- or no, just a, cover it over. Yeah, just like I always have, like a dust cloth. You take a dust cloth and just throw it over there, yeah. over it. So. I actually want so at um, Star Traders, they actually have like this smaller version of BB-8 that I believe is still remote controlled too. Mm-hmm. And I kind of want to get that one because I think if it's small enough, my cat won't freak out. And there's also one um, that I've seen on Amazon even where it it comes with a wrist like. I don't even know what you would call it. It's it almost looks like a watch. It's like a wrist thing that you put on, and you can make different hand motions, and then you can control BBA mm. that way. I have so. the Spiro one that came out a few years ago mm-hmm. when they launched. I think it goes with that. There's like a hand yeah. thingy, but he's really cool because you can watch the movie and he'll respond to things going on in the movie. <gasps> oh my god! So I you want just more. <laughs> you leave him. You just kind of leave him on his little base, and he'll just like respond to things and. <gasps> Yeah, he's little though. I mean, he's he's pretty tiny. He Which falls is apart. Good. He falls apart pretty quick when he rams in. Like if you ram him into a wall, his head will fall off. Oh no! Like, oh no! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. See that that one. That's a good size for me, and I don't think Darcy will panic if he goes pretty small. fast. Though he gets he gets hauling like we because we have hardwood floors, mm-hmm. and we had him hauling down the. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, the dog. The dog. Like he he bailed. He's like, oh, I don't, I don't want what any is part this of this. Thing? Yeah. <laughs> But I also have a original radio controlled R2D2 from 1977 nice. and he still oh he still works. I still have him he's still in the box and he still works. The only thing is the antenna that the the top of the antenna went missing. I still have the controller. Mm-hmm. <coughs> but yeah, he still works. Find the part in eBay that bit. Puppy. No, it's really not worth that much on eBay oh, and really? it's it's a it's a very special toy to me, so I will not ever sell mm-hmm. it. And it's in like pr- pretty good condition for being abused as a kid, but I'm a girl, so I guess they took care of my my action figures are mm-hmm. still in pretty good shape. They still have the capes and the the lightsabers and all that too. So, like, wow. kinda, I was kind of yeah. meticulous about. There's your retirement. I have some like that too. <laughs> like I have a Little Mermaid. A long time ago, I think even before the movie came out, they made these Little Mermaid dolls where the arms move and then it has like a soft tail, and it came on a, a purple. Um, I don't even know what you would call it. It was, it was like a, a purple rock package kind of thing that was hmm. hollowed out. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's not even like the cutest Little Mermaid figure that they ever made, but I love that thing. And I mm-hmm. still have it. I just came across it not too long ago. But, yeah, it's still in pretty good shape, too, because I loved it so much. Speaking <laughs> of action figures, I was just talking about this last night, is we were talking about how when the Star Wars action figures first came out, they weren't ready yet. They weren't. They hadn't been produced yet. And the, the whole empty box thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Hasbro. The the Kenner. Kenner. Ken- oh, that's right. They were, and they, they marketed were it as, "Hey, here's here's an empty box, and we'll ship the action figures later." Oh and yeah. We were talking about how, like, would that really work anymore? Now, like, would I that know. really work? People would be <laughs> would so that, upset. Would that would that kind of thing work in today's today's you know, era? And we were just joking around about, "Hey, I wonder how much an, an, one of those empty boxes goes for on eBay now." Yeah. Strangely <laughs> enough, I have. Seen seen stuff like that mm-hmm. now but it, it's things like you know like kickstarter they like yeah. promise something yeah. it's yeah. like and then they'll send out okay well here's some like they'll send out like 
here's a box and you can put a note, you know, like they have a here's pre-printed note. Yeah. And then also like the, the fan boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I have seen fan, like uh, almost like, I'm not sure if it was Loot Crate, but like Loot Crate's like, sorry, this is late. So, you know, but I have seen that. Yeah. yeah. But it only works in fandom. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess so. Like, you know, there are people like people are like, I'm pre buying and yeah. I'm waiting for it, but not like if you go to a store. I mean, I, pre- yeah. I pre order stuff all the time and go, okay, it'll ship later, but mm-hmm. I'm not getting an empty box in the mail <laughs> from yeah. my tiki mug like, that's going to ship later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I crazy. don't know. But yeah. So, yeah, bring your wallets to yes. D23. Don't do not hesitate on stuff. No, don't because if you see it, you better buy it because yeah. it'll be gone. Yeah, I've done that once with um. I think they had the Little Mermaid uh, designer dolls one year at the um. It was it was the year that they did a whole bunch of Art of Ariel stuff. So I don't mm. remember if it was. I think it was 2011, mm-hmm. and they had a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I didn't want to go too crazy, so I bought um the nail polish set. I bought um a T-shirt, and I. Th- think that was it and then later on i was like oh i should have just gotten like the designer doll and i should have gotten this and that but you know and i would expect at this time there's going to be quite a bit of haunted mansion merchandise yes yes because of the 50th anniversary and then the 60th anniversary just happened for tomorrowland 1950 well i shouldn't say tomorrowland 1959 but uh, matterhorn and subs and the monorail that you know, I gotta say, unfortunately, and it's just like any convention. If you want merchandise and you want to go see events, mm-hmm. you kind of have to make a decision. You do yeah. what is more important to you, mm-hmm. and so, like, you know, be firm in your decision making. Mm-hmm. Do you want to see this panel, or do you want that? jacket or do you want that t- limited edition t-shirt yeah. unless you split up mind you you can split but- up or the other thing too is and there's something about being in the room and i love being in the room for the panels but now the panels are all recorded yeah and you can always go back and watch those later How the merch you them? youtube youtube oh, everybody okay, okay, all okay. the youtubers yeah. those things are that i mean you know bob Iger announces galaxy's edge and and my phone blew up as yeah. far as is social media i watched so, it on youtube not too long ago. yeah so that's an option too is if you don't get into the panels and you'd rather go shop than do that because that merch is gone and you're going to pay triple the price yeah. on ebay for it that's the thing that i just i cannot stand there are so many people who go to these events and they Buy up a whole bunch of stuff and then turn around. It's and just put a resale on yeah. eBay. Yeah. Well, in the sorcerer's package, that's over two thousand dollars. That <gasps> does get you into the panels and get you special merch. And I mean, how do you think people pay for that? Yeah. I'm not saying everybody does that, yeah. but I mean, think about it. That's a lot of money to shell out. Yeah. And if you're a fan of of something and you can't get it because someone wanted well, to make a buck, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah but at, at okay, at the same time. I, I have mixed emotions about this. Mm-hmm. You, you live in Kansas and you have to work that day and you don't have $700 for a plane ticket and another three, like one, roughly possibly $600 for a hotel room mm-hmm. and another $400 for food. Mm-hmm. And you really, really want that tiki mug. And, you know, a tiki mug that goes from, I don't know, $30 to like $50, they go, Jeez, I'm not going to spend fifteen hundred bucks to get a tiki mug. I would love to do it in person, yeah, yeah. and stay in line. Maybe the, you know, I guess what it is is, is a standing in line fee. 
Yeah. It's, it's you, <laughs> you know, know, it's a time versus money <clears throat> thing sometimes. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I, I, it's just like these people are taking advantage of the arbitrage aspect of it, yeah. you know, being I mean, able to do it. See, that's the thing. Like, like take some of the stuff that came out of Galaxy's Edge. Like, yeah. as mm-hmm. soon as the cast member member previews for Galaxy's Edge opened up. You saw used water bottles I know. up on eBay that yeah, were going for like that are really bucks. cool that now we can't have, you know, we can't have nice things anymore because people steal it and sell it on eBay. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's that's more of my problem mm-hmm. is like, you know, if someone buys one extra one, puts it up on eBay and then doesn't like gouge mm-hmm. it just tremendously, then okay, I can see that, but yeah. you know, if if you missed out on one thing and then it's like Five, ten times. It's like, come on, really, really. So, that's my my. And eBay about has it. its pluses and minuses. I mean, there's there's things. I'm still looking for one of the tiki mugs that I'm missing from Star Wars Celebration this year that I can't get because it was a a, right. a exclusive and it was only for sale there, just like this BB-8 right. mug that I just saw yesterday. So mm-hmm. I am going to have to bite the bullet in and pay for it. But I also think of it as kind of to your point, Zen is. I didn't have to go to Chicago to get it. So even if I'm paying 125 bucks for it, which is kind of what I'm where I'm at right now, Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that because I didn't have to pay for a plane ticket or a ticket to the show. Are they being taken advantage of? Mm, Are they being taken advantage of if they're happy to buy it for that price? That's true. You know, but at the same time, you know, like, but when one of those guys prevents someone who actually is at the expo from getting it like yeah like the guy be you're like you're behind that guy and he buys the last bba tiki mug Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like you know he's gonna sell it (laughs) and they're selling because he bought like last three of them and they're selling two at least two of them and Mm -hmm. you're like you know son of a gun i wanted that and i actually did physically show up Mm -hmm. and i stood in Mm -hmm. line yeah and i now i got to buy it off Mm -hmm. of you yeah yeah you know that's that's well and when people are hoarding things when you see so much merch going out of the stores when you know darn well people are not yeah are not buying it for friends or they're Mm -hmm. they're buying it to resell yeah i think that's where where the you know the issue like for that for that specific purpose again buying an extra one or whatnot or yeah or you know some Sometimes it happens, and I, I've had this happen to me too. Is you buy something thinking a friend is going to want it, like uh-huh. oh, this would be really, really cool, and I know they're going to want it, and then it turns out for whatever reason they don't, or something right. happens, and it's like okay, well then I'll just either yeah. hold on to it or sell it because you like, can't really go back <clears throat> to the con and return it. So, no, right? and, yeah. and that's well, the thing too. And I've I've had I've ended up with extra things over the years, and and then what I've done is is offered it up to people and said, hey, does anybody want this? I picked it up and here's the price. Here's mm-hmm. what I paid for it. Right. Do you want it or not? And not, you know, gouge people for it or yeah. anything. And well, I don't feel like I'm reselling anything. It was just, hey, I bought this and or or I buy stuff and it's like, eh, you know, I can live without this. And, yeah. you know, eh, okay. So I bought it in the heat of the moment. Right. You're like, yeah. oh, look, it's right here. You yeah. know, you get, you get so because excited. You get swept and up. Those like, stores are insane. You get in there. I mean, last time, too, I was I was texting people. I was sending pictures to people. I'm like, do you want this? Let me know in the next five minutes, yeah. you know, because if I see something, I'm I'm always looking out for my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's, it's, it's good and bad, but I'm always looking out and saying, hey, this is really cool or this is something that you're really into do you want this i'm in the store right, right now do you mm-hmm. want me to pick this up for you but, yeah but i also i'm a big fan of there's something i there's something called limited li- unlimited editions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like let's say they have the tiki mug right so they'll have the tiki mug and let's say they'll have five thousand limited editions 
five colors, 1,000 of each mm-hmm. or 500 of each. And then they have the unlimited edition, mm-hmm. which are not those exact Colors. Five colors. Yeah. So yeah. it gives people the opportunity to buy that mug. I mean, it's like, oh, I didn't get that lava red. I got the fire engine red that anyone can get. But it's like, but at the same time, it's like, I got my fire. Got I got something. the, I got the, yeah. t- I mean, I like the, I mean, it's, I don't need to have the limited edition mm-hmm. ones. I will, I, I'm quite happy to have, oh, it's the stupid deaky yeah. mug thing. It's yeah. so cool. So I guess having, you know, the, but then again, does the unlimited edition take away from the limited edition? I don't think so. No, you know, that's just, no, yeah. So I, I wish they, I would see a little bit more about like that. It's just yeah. like here's a limited, yeah. and then there's an unlimited edition for everyone else. And yeah. it's like, and even if that guy in front of me got the last limited edition, right. you still like, have something you I, can get. Yeah, it's like yeah. okay, well, damn You're not it, totally I didn't get that. disappointed. Yeah. It's yeah. just that's. <clears throat> I think that's the whole thing, though, is make it limited, make it hard to get. And mm-hmm. Disney absolutely loves that. I know. Yeah. Which I do. I do Hate believe, that. though, with limiting quantities and, and – yeah, yeah, yeah. One yeah. per yeah. person. Yeah, one per person. <laughs> right. And this But is, there's ways around that, too. You there know, they are. Always, yeah. They bring six friends and they all line – it's like right before they get in, then all five of their friends stuff, show up, yeah. you know, in the line in front of you. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But wristbanding yeah. people helps, too. Yeah, like, if you're not in line at a certain time and you're not getting a wristband, that's what they had to do for those Disney, those 60th anniversary pins that they sold at the park, mm-hmm. where people started – they originally started lining up, oh, about maybe – Seven o'clock in the morning. By the time the last pin was released, you had to be there at one o'clock in the morning and wow. spend the night to get one of those limited edition pins. Jeez, that's yeah. too crazy for me. I mean, I may be crazy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> <It's> a, <laughs> there is a difference. That's that's why I buy it off of eBay. Yeah, yeah see, I, that, but okay. it, I can see. at that point you know. again. I can't afford to do that. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait in line overnight. I had a friend yeah. who's who's. Very, very nice boyfriend took one for the team and camped out for her all mm-hmm. night long. I mean, you know, kudos to him. But I, I would never ask mine to do that. No way yeah. for a pin. No, maybe for a Star Wars ticket. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but but again, it's it's time versus money. And, yeah. and, you know, I can't take a day off of work to do something like that. Or I can't I can't justify that in my yeah. mind. It's merchandise. It's stuff. It's it's there's other things in life that are more important to me than that. Mm-hmm. But but again, each to their own. So everybody has their own their own thing. But I know D twenty three makes a ton of money on the merch, and people come. And it does not surprise me that the tickets are already sold out for Saturday, so and crazy. that the three day tickets are already sold out. Yeah. I, excuse me, I will be going all three days, and then um, I've got uh, friends who are coming. I have a. Uh, my Seattle ladies; these are uh, friends that I met. <laughs> I met on my China trip. They're they're both huge Disney Disney fanatics, and they're coming to stay with us. <coughs> and they actually uh, texted me a few months ago and said, um, "Can we ship stuff to your house?" Prior, to- <laughs> they're both entering the costume contest. Oh, oh yeah, nice. they're big. One of them dressed up as a topiary last time. Oh, I think I saw pictures of that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. her. Yeah, she dressed up as a topiary and the last time I was at Disneyland with them, which was back in October, uh she was taking meticulous pictures of Tilly right outside of the Main Street oh. Cinema and I was like, "Oh, she's going to dress up as Tilly." And then I went wait a minute she's looking at the whole entire 
booth. She's going to make the booth. She's going to make the booth. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my And God. so I don't know what's going to be arriving to my house in the next couple of weeks. I'm not going to open. I'm don't not expect gonna, to park your cars I'm in not, the garage. I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to take it in the house and, and, and put it in the spare bedroom where they're going to be staying. But I'm, I'm going to be very, very curious to see what these two very creative ladies come up with. Because when we were in China, they actually took time off out of our trip and went into the garment district in Shanghai, which was quite an experience Whoa. for, you know, two American women to, to try to attempt this. And they got this gorgeous Mulan fabric and yeah, all this. So that they went like fabric shopping in the <clears throat> middle of like downtown Shanghai, yeah. you know, where we were like, we're in the Disney bubble and we're going to stay here and yeah. we're only going to go where the tour bus takes us kind of thing. And they, they ventured off. They spent like half a day and had some adventures in, in you know, translation and all sorts of things going on. And then the, the measurements are different there than it is here oh, yeah. as far as the yeah. fabric. And so it's going to be interesting to see what I'm, I'm super excited that they're coming and they're going to stay with us because it's going to be just, just fun see that's the thing like i I dressed up all three times i went to d23 expo but i wanted to make sure that i could enjoy myself as i walked around so i did bright rose the first and the last time and then for 2011 i did rapunzel Mm -hmm. and i actually got to use my real hair for it because i cut my hair really short and you know kind of fluffed it out the way that hers is and yeah like i can't imagine trying to carry a box around or yeah, anything like that. I don't that. know what she's... But again, the, the masquerade is only... It's in it's on the one night. And she'll mm-hmm. have different outfits. Last time she had like three different outfits. Every day she had a different outfit. Nice. They both did. And so it was kind of crazy how they did that. So... Pretty exciting. Yeah. Well, Do we want to stop to talk about um, Star Wars Celebration really quick? Sure. Too, since we're on the, yeah. So today is actually the time of recording. This is the first day that tickets went on sale. And so Stephanie and I were... That would be June 21st, by the way. Multiple devices open and waited in the queue so that we could get in and get tickets. I was trying to record earlier this morning, but no, it's like everyone's (laughs) schedule was blocked out on Outlook for some reason. From 9 to 10, we're busy. Nothing in particular. That's that's awfully coincidental. And so it was hilarious because Jennifer came by my desk. She's like, are you in? I'm like, yeah, three devices. I've got the spinning wheel of death going on three different devices. So stressful. It is. It is. It is. And then another coworker of ours who actually owns a a storm full blown stormtrooper uh, costume came by to talk to me about something as I'm like purchasing tickets <laughs> and like, I'm like okay. da, 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 da. and he's looking at my screen he goes oh celebration tickets went on sale today yeah I said get in the queue <laughs> so yeah. so he was trying to buy them and everything so it was just, it was, it was uh, it we're was, nerds we are we're nerds. a bunch of nerds we, we are. love it <laughs> but it only took about a half hour to get in it wasn't too bad it wasn't it wasn't you as know? bad as Comic Con where you're sitting there for hours and hours. we were, oh. we thought we thought we were going to have to delay tell Zen we were going to have to delay the recording of this podcast because yeah. we're still in the queue. I couldn't even get into Comic Con this year. I couldn't either. Oh, I, didn't even I didn't even try. In something fifteen years. Fifteen years. I didn't even bother. Comic Con gods do not like me. I didn't no. even bother. I'm like I'm over years, it. And this is I'm the first over it. Year. Yeah. And I had t- two times. I had I entered twice mm-hmm. to get in. Oh. That's yeah. how bad it's getting. Yeah. And I I just I'm over it. I'm I I loved Comic Con. I loved going for the few years that I went, and now with WonderCon here, with Star Wars Celebration, with D23, it's enough cons for me. I yeah. think I'm I think I'm good. And you guys, you go to the gaming ones and yeah, anime. Well, do you still E3. go to anime? No, I haven't been in a couple years because okay. yeah, like that's the thing. It's like 
there's like a sweet spot like when it's small and then as it gets to be a certain Mm -hmm. point it's still really fun to go you Mm -hmm. see like a lot of people in very homemade costumes and stuff and people are just genuinely excited to be there and then as they get bigger you've got you know like professional cosplay or you've got you know like so many people trying to cram in so they can get this one piece of merchandise and it's like man come on can we just like enjoy our nerdum together does it have to be a competition for every single thing it gets so big and so unwieldy i think that's just how comic-con has become and i like i said i enjoyed uh going but again i I don't want to get conned out so to speak too and i think for me also with having everything local here i live in anaheim i live about 10 minutes away from disneyland i'm very spoiled by that which is also why people come and stay at my house for these conventions (laughs) too but but i like i we like having the company it's fun uh but for me, it's without. I don't have the expense of having to get a hotel. Yeah. Um, with so us, with better. us having APs, we get to park across the street at the convention center. You go to the convention. Uh, no, we're going in the park. Oops, hide that lightsaber for celebration. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, like a lot of people do. Like you can go oh, to the, the park, get breakfast, the, and go the there, amount of people walking over for WonderCon mm-hmm. is just they can't really prevent it because again i end up going to the park later yeah so it's so not like a total... i'm parking there and then i end up walking back and taking the bus and going to the park yeah. so it's not like i'm not going into the park yeah you are using I am, it for the intended purpose right just delaying delay <laughs> yeah we go in the park we eat we shop we we do what we normally do in the park yeah we just happen to go to the convention first yeah so. you know yeah. It, it's just uh, cons have just i guess with its increased popularity they have diluted some of the original mm-hmm. founding, yeah. fo- mm-hmm. the foundation, foundational ideas of why they were. And mm-hmm. they morphed into something different, mm-hmm. um, more accessible. But at the same time, sometimes when you make things more accessible, it, it's it's less hardcore for the, the, the original people. Yeah. So it, I mean, like, it if is you, what it is. If you think of like years and years ago, if you told someone, oh, I'm going to Comic-Con, they'd probably look at you and be like, Wow, you are a super nerd. Yeah, like, what they, is they wrong? Were. Yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah, and yeah. now it's like, oh man, you got Comic Con tickets. Yeah. I'm yeah. so jealous. How'd you do it? Blah 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 blah. I, yeah. I like to say it's like you know, 20 years ago, people would beat me up, and now they're just like, oh yeah. man, I got, can't they're believe jealous. you got in. Yeah. It's just yeah. like you know, it used to be. You Weren't you the same person? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I was cool. 20 years ago you just didn't realize no yeah yeah exactly exactly so So. well and in 2017 when tony and i first started dating i was actually able to get him into d23 and to Mm comic-con by using you know obviously using you're not supposed to but using other people's tickets Mm -hmm. on the on the day that they weren't going and that actually worked out really nice because there was no way we we started dating yeah. in late June and the tickets were sold out for all yeah. of those and and uh, you know coworkers of his were amazed they're like how on earth are you getting to go to Comic Con like I've been <laughs> yeah. trying for years to go to Comic Con and he goes I don't know like she figured it out and somehow. like yeah yeah, yeah. and it, it just kind of worked out but yeah. and he was super excited to go and that was the last time that we've gone to to uh to comic-con um but d23 he's he's coming to d23 he's excited about it one of the things getting back to d23 one of the things i absolutely love about d23 is the alan menken concert Mm. they haven't announced it yet but i'm i'm hoping alan menken will come back this year and when he and richard sherman did it a few years back it was just amazing to hear that and there's always an overflow room for that because it's just huge nice and that's always an amazing and that's usually saturday night 
Very cool. So. Well, before we head to the break, we have another Disney artist to share. But this one, instead of using a uh, piano, uses something different. And Zen is going to tell us all about her. So who's it's and what's it's, right? Who's it's and what's it's of the week? So this is what I found recently is that um, I was floating around on YouTube as I do. And, and speaking of conventions, um, I... I go to something called VidCon. So, mm-hmm. like, if you like YouTube celebrities, it's VidCon, and I'm going to be going to VidCon in July. Come see me, both of you <laughs> who are listening. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, when I was floating around on YouTube, there's this young, uh, there's this woman. Her name is Laura Price, mm-hmm. and she is a Disney animator for television. Wow. And she has her own channel, and and the funniest thing is that she she has one of those um, tablets like that you connect up to your computer and it's a what do you call it it's like a digital artist it's a drawing tablet but it's the kind where you can actually see what you're drawing on the tablet it's not like a mouse or something it's like you're drawing on a um, so it's like it's like an etch-a-sketch but you're really drawing on it yeah yeah and and what she does it looks so cool i'm so jealous (laughs) she totally she ended up um she found a bob ross tutorial oh no and so she (laughs) so while she um is watching this tutorial she's actually doing a painting alongside bob ross oh that's mm-hmm. awesome but using digital tools to recreate this oil painting mm-hmm. but with digital tools oh, that's and fantastic. she is hysterical as she's i mean like she's talking and mm-hmm. she's i mean it's this combination of um comedy and wow she's an amazing artist yeah. all mm-hmm. at the same time at the very end so. of it like it looks exactly like his it's really really impressive yeah and so like the best easiest way to find this is if you go to google and you just put down disney artist bob ross it's going to be the one of the first it should be the very first result as a youtube she's already got oh, like look, she's laughing at herself <laughs> that's yeah. great she's tapping the she's tapping um, the the pen, yeah. as if it's a paintbrush trying to get some of the extra moisture out. Yeah, because Bob Ross, what he'll do is, like, when he cleans off a brush, he'll actually, like, take it and smack it on the side of the mm-hmm. um, of the easel, and he knocks off the extra water. And she's, like, doing the same thing. It's like she's taking her tablet, um, what do you call it, the um, the, the, the pen. The stylus, mm-hmm. The stylus. Is, yeah. And she's wrapping the stylus, yeah. like, she's trying to get... <laughs> the excess virtual she paint again. Off it. and she's like and she, every time she does it she's she's laughing her ass off mm-hmm. and she's like anyways so and, and so it's strangely enough it's it's quite a few minutes it's like i forget 15 minutes or something like that but it's like it's mesmerizing to yeah. watch or do it so give that a watch um i think you'll be truly entertained yeah they're called goals for a reason there's something to strive for they require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Before we sign off, we've got Disney news to share. So here is a quick review of everything that's been happening lately in the wide world of Disney. So where shall we start? 
Well, Jennifer and I are going back to Batu tomorrow. One more both day. of us. I'm so yeah. excited. I've got two more days, and then the chaos may or may not happen. We'll wait and see what happens with yeah. that. So basically, after the 24th, when it is open to everybody, there's a couple things that you need to be aware of. So first of all, if you want to get into Oga's Cantina or build a lightsaber, the day that you're going at 7 a.m., you have to sign on to the Disneyland app and need to, you need to make a reservation for Oga's or for the lightsaber thing right at 7 a.m. And it does not look like you have to be in the park because you won't be checked into the park yet at 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning to go later on in the afternoon, like after work, you can go on at 7 a.m. and make your reservation. The only caveat is you will be charged if you do not show up. There is no cancellation. So it'll be a $10 per person charge for the cantina and a $200 per person charge for the lightsabers. Which is ouch. Ouch. Ouch is right. But I can see them controlling this because if people can just make a reservation and then not show up, then who cares? Yeah. So that's actually a good thing because, again, I think it helps with with planning and it helps that, hey, the day of you're either going to know you're getting in or you're not. Mm -hmm. And I think that'll help cut down on some of the the wait times because those two things have been the most popular things. Yes. I mean, when when I went to go build my lightsaber, we got there. I had the 8 to 12 slot. So we got there like 530 in the morning, rushed over to Launch Bay, got our wristbands, and then we waited in that line for like almost two hours. Mm -hmm. And then I was actually part of the first uh, group to go in, Mm -hmm. which was really cool. But, man, it was like... I mean, if if you wanted to do it, you had to pay the price and waiting. Yeah, we have an 11 o'clock tomorrow. So that means our check-in is at 9. We're going to go grab breakfast and we'll head over to Hungry Bear and wait it out. But we need to be in the first section because we want to get in the cantina. Yeah. So we're going to beeline over there and put our name in for the cantina and hopefully get into the cantina. Yeah. So, and the nice thing too is if you make a reservation, you automatically get a boarding pass to enter the park. So, if you go there early enough, you may not need any sort of boarding pass to get in. You can just walk right into the land. But if it starts to be too crowded, they will actually kind of close off the mm-hmm. land a little bit. And then you have to make almost like a fast pass. Virtual queue is yeah. what they're calling it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and um, if you don't have the Disneyland app, you can actually take your park pass or park ticket over to certain kiosks. I believe there's going to be one near uh, Indiana Jones. Haunted Mansion. Yeah, Matterhorn, Indy. I think. Yeah. So a couple locations in the park and you'll be able to get Galaxy's Edge. And I don't think it'll be linked to anything else either. So you'll still be able to get your fast passes for yeah. everything else too. And then you'll have a two-hour window when they when they send you a text. You'll have a two-hour window to go and... Uh, get into Galaxy's Edge at that point. Which is good because like if you're in the middle of a meal or you're on a ride yeah. and you're like, oh crap, <laughs> quick. Yeah, and I think that's good. I think it'll cu- it'll cut down on the crowds. I- I've been very, very pleased at the crowd levels inside the, yeah. the two times I've gone to, to Galaxy's Edge that with the reservation system, the crowds have been extremely manageable. The wait times for the Falcon have not been long at all. Yeah. But again, the two really popular things are, of course, the cantina and the lightsabers, the savvies. Mm-hmm. So I think they're really trying to do a good job in managing it. 
Um, what else is new? The parking structure, they're hoping to open it soon. Yes. It's not open yet. The, that weird, that pedestrian bridge went in like overnight. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, they like, delivered it in the middle of the night and I was like, oh, wait, here it is. Yeah. Uh, so they're working on that and I think that'll be good as far as traffic because even, even the other day during the week, they closed... Mickey and Friends. That drives me nuts. Like, I hate when they four close. o'clock and well, I never yeah. go there. I don't park there. I park over in Toy Story. Yeah, also, too, I I've like spotted. To See, I don't. You guys, I why? Just, <laughs> I, I love Toy Story. Okay, for me, the the like if you're the coming bus. back at night, the bus makes me really dizzy at night because you can't kind of look outside and like pick oh. a point. Oh. So that's oh, the only thing the I love. The bus is air conditioning. conditioning. You have your own seat. <laughs> you're not fighting to get a seat on the tram. Plus, I mean, I've, I've always loved the trams. I think that's part of it. Well, the trams with the doors now. It's oh, I hate the uh, doors and, on the trams. I've been like and, slammed and, in those. And, and they hard. They are hard to get out. Yeah, and then, they're really know, hard to get out. It's just like that garage. It's just like it's like a crapshoot. It know? is. It's like, you am I going to be? Am my car going to be close to the? Is it going to be close? Yeah. I know. That's true. And it's just, it's like a Lord of the Rings walk. Yeah. You know, it's like if you're in the far spot, it's just like, are we there yet? Are yeah. we there yet? Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Yeah. And so. I have parked on the top level of that structure in the very last space oh, back no. in the corner and had to walk all the way. And the other problem with that garage is I always lose my car in there. I don't know why. Yeah. I always have to take a picture. I always take a picture too because I will Because forget. I don't know. But in, in Toy Story, I've never lost my car once. I've lost somebody else's car in there. But <laughs> I've, never, I've never lost my own car yeah. in that lot. And plus, because of where I live, it's closer because we kind of come in the back roads and um, now I will say this: I have spotted the last couple times I've there, I've I've been there, and there was a a, a rumor that they were going to do this that the um, Catella lot where the cast members park mm-hmm. was going to go away, oh, and the cast members are going to be parking over there in Riverside. Over I in know, Riverside, <laughs> I know. I feel so bad for the. I mean, when I was a cast like member, an hour ahead of time when I was something. a cast member, we rolled up right right where Harbor is, right there yeah. where the kind of where the drop off is now. Yeah. We rolled up, we parked, we walked in because the parking lot was there. It wasn't DC. It wasn't the Esplanade that it is now. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they're going to move the cast member parking, and that lot is going to become all. Um, guest parking Mm. and they're actually working on there's trailers back there spotted i've spotted them behind there and they're working on some kind of back entrance into toy story like off the back street like off the haster which for us it's going to be incredible because that makes our our drive even easier because we don't have to touch harbor at all yeah so i'm looking forward to that happening and the new structure i'm sure i'll park in there once just to see it and yeah. whatnot but i'm not a big fan of parking structures and as long as the toy story lot stays there and they don't tear it down and build a third park i uh, will continue to park there because again just proximity of where i live and it's just easier and and the air the air conditioned bus is amazing after a hot day yeah. and i just feel like it's so yeah, much easier it is. i mean like between the walk and also i feel like it's so much order more orderly, orderly to get yeah. onto the like the you trams know are free you, for all. The, yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. I've had friends who didn't get in on the same tram as us who were left behind. It's, it's like the last people pushed early. in front. It's like the last you know? tram out of Saigon. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> yeah. like everyone's trying to get. If you go you know, early, you don't have to worry about that. It's yeah, but leaving the park is because people are like yeah, pushing and shoving out and leaving. Um, and I oh. believe this construction that's going on at the Toy Story lot, they're also going to build bathrooms because that's been one of the complaints is that there's no bathrooms oh, over that's there. Does the parking structure have bathrooms, though? It does, downstairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Right oh, by the right. elevators in when between, you go down. It's kind of like in between. Yeah, the, if you go down yeah. the elevators, oh. the, the, the bathrooms U-turn. are right there. They're very nice. I've used them before. They're actually some no of the cleanest. Ones. They are. They're very clean. <laughs> yeah. And it's convenient because if you have to wait and you, you know, especially if you've got a kid or if you're waiting a long time yeah. for the, for the, and sometimes a Toy Story bus is not the most efficient. <laughs> we, we should rate all the bathrooms. I know. <laughs> you know, there <laughs> used to be a website. Actually, there is, there's a Lou review. There's, there's actually a, 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 um, there's it's a YouTube a video or something. Yeah, it's called yeah. the Lou review. They review all the bathrooms in all the Disney parks, including so yeah. It's so funny they did the they did the 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 Galaxy's Edge one very oh, quickly gosh. after it opened to us, and they're funny. They're like, oh, look at this and look at that. Yeah, the one in New Orleans Square used to be the worst. It's a little bit better after they did a remodel a couple yeah. years ago. But yeah, well, I mean, I, I wouldn't know about the men's. I mean, the Adventureland bathrooms. They expanded those oh, really? for the women's. That's good. And then I the, haven't been into women's bathrooms. The space, the Space <laughs> Mountain bathrooms got expanded a couple years ago. Those are pretty good too, which are yeah. pretty good. Except you can't get back there because it's so crowded. Just yeah, getting just back to get over the, I usually, bathrooms. This is part of the news. <laughs> well, no, because there's everybody congregates there. The strollers yeah. and the scooters and people just camp out waiting for people coming off of Space yeah. Mountain. The, there. the toddler bathrooms. That are it's the best. hard to yeah. get in there. I've actually. This is a funny story. And this happened a few years ago. I've actually been trapped inside a stall before. Oh no! I know this is really bad. Thanks. I was over. I was over in one of my favorite bathrooms. One of my favorite bathrooms is the Alice bathrooms over by Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, and I that's like because the they're that's actually themed. And yeah. so I. I I love those little those little cards and everything. So I was in there in one of the the stalls on the in the back end, just minding my own business, doing my thing. And this woman had her stroller, double stroller, and she parked it right in front of my stall. She just slammed it open. I couldn't get out. I couldn't move. The oh, stroller was, like was so heavy. Right, it was so heavy. There were two uh, kids in it still. Oh, well, she never went mind. to the bathroom, <laughs> brought her kids in, and I was trapped. So I'm texting my Jeez. friends because they're wondering like what's going on. Can you know, these small children. And I'm like, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, can somebody come save me? Jeez. And my friend had to come in the bathroom and move this woman's stroller out of the way so that I could get out of the stall. I was not happy. I gave that woman the dirtiest look. I, I'm not really into doing that, but I was like, I was really super annoyed. Yeah. Because it's just rude. Be controlling her children. Leave too. the stroller outside and bring the kids, have somebody yeah. with you, you and know? please watch your children. <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh, uh, the AP corner opened up. In, yes. Yeah. So here's here's my thing on the AP corner. I'm not a real big fan of the AP corner where you can just go and get, ooh, a button or, ooh, a magnet or, ooh, something Well, I something do like else. the fact that they have the magnet because I know... It is good because some people haven't gotten yeah. that. Like, my sister didn't get hers before. I got mine, I think. Yeah. So I'm good I guess there, you got but, a point there. But, yeah. you know, to wait in line for a button... I'm I'm not I'm not having it. Um, I miss I really miss the AP parties that they used to do. That was to me that was much better than the AP corner. But yeah. people like it and people go and you know yeah. I'm and I, I'm glad she's getting her magnet. Yeah. So she'll I don't. Be happy. I don't put mine on my car. I know it's going to get stolen. I don't either. So mine's on my fridge. Water. Yeah, I don't even even you know. So and then yeah, um, they've got bother. new Lion King stuff happening. There is a mm-hmm. new stage show. That's I saw really that. Cool. Yeah. And a new. Um, I think it's like a mug or a stein or something for sale in AP yeah. Corner that has the a, an popcorn ocarina. bucket. There's a new popcorn bucket. That popcorn bucket's cool yeah. with a drum. So at least there's new stuff in um, DCA. So yeah. 
That's basically it, I think. I think that's right? it. More news to come as D23 rolls yes. along in August. I'm sure we'll have tons to talk about after that. Yes. But for now, that is all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. If you enjoyed our show, we'd love if you'd give us five stars on iTunes or Google Play and help our podcast grow. You can find previous episodes at sites.ce.uci.edu slash Main Street UCI or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Main Street UCI, where you can find photos of our of our adventures in the parks, interesting articles, and more. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon. Bye! Bye-bye! Bye!